Shut up and sit down. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 38 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. I'm Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around and shoot the shit of anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. Uh, what's up, guys? Hey, we have Nate back this week. Nate, Nate has hey, returned. I'm Dude, I'm so happy to be back. It is hard to not podcast for two weeks and watch you guys do it. So I'm I'm happy to be back. All right, Nate. But you you got to admit though. So it's like when you miss the stream, probably the most exciting thing to do is actually listen to the podcast when so when you're not a part of it. I know when yeah. I was on vacation for two weeks, uh, that was like the one thing that I was actually looking forward to the most was actually listening to uh, you guys uh, sit around and talk. That's so true. Because I wanted to join when you guys were actually doing it, but um, I had to wait until afterwards. But as soon as I got alone time, I watched it for like that whole hour, the whole episode. I'm like, oh, I got to see what the guys were saying. What was going on? Oh, the, that you, you finally got some alone time. That's the first thing that you did. Don't lie. <laughs> hey, I was on vacation and I was alone. So, you know, other things may have happened, but I'm not going to admit to it. You know, you missed all of our beautiful faces. Yes. I really, did. really did. Especially so. Scott's. Aww. I'm just kidding. I miss both of your faces. I actually miss Larry's face. I wish I could see it right now. Yeah, we are. We're, we just we we made a brag a couple weeks ago that you know all four of us were back together, and then <laughs> immediately preceding that, then things we have not had all four of us. You know, life gets in the way sometimes. Unfortunately, hey, it's okay. So that's that's the benefit about having the four of the STS guys. You know, we said. One of us drops, another one comes on. I said, it's like a family. And another part of our family is our listener audience. And so let's give a shout out to uh, the chat. So uh, as you know, if this is your first episode that you're listening to, uh, we record our show live on YouTube, uh, typically on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, So I just want to give a shout out to a couple people in the chat. We have Mrs. STS Guy. Hey, what's going on, Mrs. STS Guy? Uh, We have Mario Fan 017. We have Cam Griffith. What's going on, Cam? We have Only Emily. Emily, what is going on? Uh, we have Iron Archer Films. We have Onsen Sweeney. What's going on, Onsen? We have Heather Bradshaw. We have Harvey Sanders and Nerdsmithing. Uh, what's going on, guys? I have to say, that is probably the longest intro that we've had for people jumping in on the show, to be honest. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys, for coming <laughs> on so soon. I mean, it's only 9.03. We've got 13 viewers. This is great. Well, this like, is amazing. Was, was, here, here's the thing. I was like telling you guys before the stream. I'm like, uh, like I said, Iron Archer. Like I said he had a live stream that happened on earlier, where his live stream was basically labeled "just waiting," but it was just waiting for us. So, <laughs> shout out to Iron Archer. Thanks for uh, sticking around and uh, you know doing your pre live stream to our live stream. Yeah, thank you, Iron cheers. Archer. That's so cheers, cool. bud. That's amazing. Definitely cheers. Cheers to that. Definitely. I bow to you, sir. Um. So. Other than, uh, you know, Nate being back, which is probably the one thing that gets me the most better right now, just because I haven't seen his bearded, lovely face in, you know, in a couple of weeks. Uh, that's a lie. I've actually, I saw him on Friday <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, on over a webcam. It's been a long time. Yeah. And so the, the special allure of Nate over a webcam is just, it's just something else. <laughs> it just, it just, it's dreamy. It is dreamy. Nate, you're uh, 
You guys I'm, are making a pro man blush. Oh, yeah. that's what we do. So, what has been going on this week, guys? Like I said, I know uh, we've uh, all been kind of doing our, our own separate adventures. So, what's been going on? It's been a week, man. Um, I think we went and all saw Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're going to talk about that. I didn't get to really talk about Phoenix Comic Fest very much, but I want to give a shout out to my guys for looking out for me. They got some comics signed by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. I tried to go there. Uh, Scott knows the story. We uh, went into the con, went to the DC booth, grabbed the exclusive gold foil DC Metal 6. And, you know, we're like, hey, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo are supposed to be here in an hour. Let's go to their booth because they were scheduled there at 11 o'clock on um, Friday. So we walk over there, uh, go to Artist Alley, find the booth. There's a lady sitting there. We're like, hey, are they coming here? She's like, yeah, but not until about four or five. They just left Megacon and jumped to the airplane. We beelined it when we found those comics. We're like, we got to get these signed. Let's go now. Yeah, we wanted to get those signatures. We figured the line was probably going to be long. So we beelined it over there. Uh, Unfortunately, though, we couldn't get it. So I was pretty bummed out about that. That's one of the main reasons why I wanted to go. Um, I couldn't go on Saturday or Sunday because I was out of town. But um, the guys, being as cool as they are, uh, they took my comics. They got them signed. Um, so big shout-out. I'll show you guys one of them. But my DC Metal, number one, Midnight Exclusive. Uh, sorry for the glare. Trying to get that off. But it is signed by Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo. I got my Batman number one, New 52, um, over there. So thanks, guys, for doing that. I appreciate it. No, no problem whatsoever. Like, so we were happy to help a brother out because yeah, I said, I know um, we can't always be all one place at one point in time. So like I said, it's, it's totally understandable. Um, so like I said, we try to help each other out in regards to that. Like I said, it's, it, it just kind of happens. Uh, kind of the same thing happened last year uh, with uh, Larry. Larry really wanted um, um, some of his, uh, he had these two like exclusive like Funko uh, Ninja Turtle covers that he wanted signed by Kevin Eastman. Uh, so we got, I said that he had to leave the con that day and then ended up, you know, I said I ended up getting him signed by Kevin Easton for him. So, you know what? We're always happy to help out the fellow brethren. I'm um, just getting a couple quick questions in the chat. When to get to real quick, uh, Cam Griffith, what, Jeremy, what kind of comic books do you have in your background? Uh, I think this is your first episode of Tune Into Cam. Uh, yeah, that's my wall of signed comics. So basically every comic back there is signed by one person or multiple. Um, so eventually I so said it's going to expand the entire length of the wall. Uh, so that is the wall of signed comics. Uh, Mrs. SCS guys, where's Larry? Uh, Larry has a previous event that he's attending right now. Uh, he said he may maybe on later, maybe on popping uh, towards the end of the stream. So uh, maybe a surprise that he may actually be popping in later. All right. So guys, you want to talk solo? Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of anxious to talk about this. Yeah, I've definitely talked some solo. All right, yeah. so, so, oh, we need to talk about this movie. Like, I, I, I've been waiting for this one. All right, so I'm like I said, I, at the end, let's give our standard STS guys, you know, a rating. So I think we can, I, I think we can, we can rate this one pretty, you know, pretty easy. Um, so, who wants to go first? You go first. <laughs> I'm gonna see what you have to say about it. You want me to go first? Okay. Yeah, let's let's say you go first. All right. So I immediately went in wanting to shit and hate this movie so much. Um, <laughs> I, 
I will agree to that. I know that you and I had talked so much shit going up into it. I literally, exactly, I said, I, I had no desire to actually, you know, watch this movie at all initially. Um, just because I'm like, one, I'm like, no one asked for a solo movie. So I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, I'm like and then two, I'm like, it, out of everything that was kind of its surrounding, I'm like, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm, I may have not seen it in theaters. Like I said, I'm like, I was going to wait for home release. And then I said, I had some space open up on a weekend one time. I'm like, okay, let me, let me, let me tune in. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go there. Um, so I went into the movie. I said, fully expecting to hate it. I actually enjoyed it. Um, it's, I, here's the thing. So I maybe enjoyed it, dare I say, more than Last Jedi. And I said, we can get into this discussion here in a little bit too. Um, so I thought it actually had some pretty good story points. Um, there's some different things that were, like I said, were pretty cookie cutter in the movie. That, so that just kind of goes to the story of, you know, how the movie flows. I honestly think if Ron Howard actually had the movie from beginning to end, um, it, it could have maybe cleaned some of that up a little bit. Um, it's one of those things where I think it should, uh, I, I think we should go ahead and, uh, you know, just, Give him another chance, actually, at a Star Wars movie because I think he could actually do a, you know a pretty big job. Yeah, no, like Ron Howard as a director is amazing. Like, has done some amazing things. So having him actually be able to direct it from the beginning, you know, you're going to have some good story points. You're going to have some great things. But like, it really is sad that his Star Wars debut as a director is trying to clean up somebody else's mess, right? Like, and. It sucks, but yeah, like he did fairly well with it, I guess. Like, I know they had to reshoot a lot of the movie, but eh, I don't know. I, I'm not yeah. as. I, let, let's just say this I didn't dislike the solo movie, right? It was. Well, here, real quick. Was it way better than what you'd expected? Yes. Yes, it was. It was going into it. I expected like I was guaranteeing I'm going to rate this movie a one right off the bat. And then I came into it and I was like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. Like, I'll tell you where I kind of put it in terms of movies. It's not as good as Rogue One, but I would put it right there with it. Like, I think Rogue One was a little bit better, but you know, this one is just below it. Not not bad at all. I think that's fair. Um I think that's super fair. Yeah, I, I'm like, you know, same like you guys. When when I first heard about it, it was one of those movies I was super excited about. I've always liked Han Solo as a character, but, you know, I was a little worried about what they were going to do. Like Jeremy said, nobody asked for this movie, and now it's here. Um, so, but, you know, I was, I was surprised. I thought they did a good job. I thought the actor that played Solo uh, did a good job owning the role and not trying to be Harrison Ford. Um, you know, Lando Calrissian was a cool addition, seeing how their relationship formed, getting to see where Chewbacca came from. Uh, I was surprised, and I agree with Scott. Like, it kind of is up there with Rogue One, because I didn't like The Last Jedi, and, um, you know, I know I'm probably going to get crucified for that, but I just thought that movie fell flat for me. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. I was surprised. Uh, no, I, I, I agree. And, I, and Scott, to, to your point in regards to kind of comparing it to Rogue One, I, and I think, I, like I said, I put Rogue One, like I said, maybe a notch above. And I think this is the reason why you would too. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Is I think Rogue One is, a more, is an original story. So there was no preconceived notion of who any of the characters were. So it was basically 
even though it's a it's a one shot story, it's a one shot story that you had really no recollect no context of even before actually seeing the movie. Yeah, looks yeah. like we got some concern in the chat. Some guys uh they're worried about some spoilers. We're trying to get a you know we're talking spoiler free sort of here. We might yeah. get a little spoilery. There may be a couple of things that that might get spoiled, but we're not we won't kind of say what really happened you know what what really goes on in the movie or anything like that like we're, we're not going to spoil any major plot points or anything like that there may be a couple little things that that we'll bring up but no we sh- you shouldn't be too worried yeah like yeah, we're, we're not gonna go through and go crazy like oh yeah line by line this is exactly what happens um no like so there, there, like, there might be a couple things that people find sport but like, so there, there's a couple things out there um like like there's one of them there, there's yahoo articles about the, the cameo like I said if, if anybody doesn't know who the cameo is already that, that that happens in the movie i'd be surprised just because like i said it's been all over the internet because i um, honestly i think that cameo is the biggest thing to come out of the movie yeah right i i, I got i could not agree more i think that, yeah. totally agree. that happens is probably the, the biggest thing that happens in that movie anything else like i said yeah. there's really no spoilers no. it was kind of like one of those red skull moments where you're like whoa i did not expect him to show up. yeah like yeah. that was out of left field right uh, Nathan I, brought that up though like i said i i didn't i didn't even put like two and two together i'm like that's like two of those moments that i've had so far this summer of like wow out of left field didn't see that coming and then it hit, it hit you you know kind of right in the middle yeah and yeah, luckily kind of, uh, go ahead scott oh uh, i was gonna say luckily i was able to to watch it before all those articles started to spoil everything or at least started to ping in that I was like, oh, this is amazing. Because I think it would be it would lose its punch had you known what that was. Yeah, it, it literally doesn't do anything to the story. No. It, if, if anything, the only thing it does, it sets up another movie. Yeah, right. And I kind of like having stuff like that. You know, you get an idea about a movie, you're like, okay, it's going to go so and so. Then all of a sudden they throw something at you, you're like, whoa, that was cool. I didn't expect that. And it adds to the story in a unique way. Where are they yeah. going to go with it now? So, yeah. really, based on kind of the whole aspect of it, you know, they're bringing up the, I guess, the story elements and things for um, the Obi Wan movie that they're they're trying to plan to make, and I think that that is going to play a lot more into the Obi Wan movie versus uh, like any potential sequels for Solo. I mean, they they have. They left room for so uh, like sequels in the uh, uh, in this. So like you could have a Han Solo two or three or whatever. Like there's enough time in between, but like that specific thing, I think is leaning more towards an Obi Wan, you know, solo like story versus having it just um, you know the, this you know Chewie and and Han. Yeah, no, I, I I completely agree. So rather than kind of keep on going people in the dark, so people like who don't know the cameos, the cameo we're talking about is very end of the movie. Um, uh, there's a hollow projection of a long since dead uh, Star Wars character. That Star Wars character is. I said, plug your ears if you don't want to hear it. Okay, we're gonna, we, we'll give you five seconds here. Five, four, three, two, one. Darth Maul. Uh, so Darth Maul comes out, uh, I said, with robotic legs and all. I actually had to convince Nate of this. He's like, Nate, Nate was like, that's not Darth Maul. Darth Maul's dead. I'm like, dude, yeah. no, 
it was Darth Maul. He had his like robot legs. He's like, no, nah, no, I don't think yeah, he has robot legs. But I literally had to like Yahoo search. I'm like, uh, okay, okay, here, here yeah, here, here it is. Yeah, well, here, and, and it's not really that big of a him showing up in the movie is kind of a a big like kind of cameo like setup for future movies. But if you've watched like the was it the Rebels. I know it's Star Wars Rebels, and then there's uh, what was the one before that the. It was uh, oh, the Clone Wars uh, animated uh, show. So in the Clone Wars and in Rebels, you know Darth Maul's reference that that dude didn't die and he showed up a couple of times. And actually, uh, you know, spoiler alert, it actually has his eventual death in Rebels. You know that you know Obi Wan finally kills him in that one. So um, he he has been around in like animated form in that expanded universe that Disney's been creating. But not, to see him come back in a full-on like major motion picture was amazing. Oh yeah, right. No, well, I totally. It was awesome because I said that they Ray Park, who played the original Darth Maul, was still Darth Maul. But bring in, I said another Star Wars uh, kind of lore here is uh, Sam Witwer uh, was actually the voice. So Sam Witwer, I said for those of you who don't know, was actually the voice of Darth Maul in the actual animated show. But then mm-hmm. also was the voice of Star Killer in Star- the. Star Wars video games. Vol- uh, the voice and uh, character model yeah. for Star Killer. Yeah. yeah, good point. Voice and so, character. Um, so that w- that was really cool, and that to me almost redeemed a lot of the points of the movie that I didn't like. Is the fact that they had things that like you didn't see. Co- there was a few things that like, oh, I did not see that coming. You know, in that movie. But my major problem with Solo was really the fact that the movie was just it was an entire two hours and 15 minutes of fan service right that's all it was it was trying to be like we're going to explain every little bit and piece of han solo's backstory and if you want to know where he gets the last name solo here's how he gets the last name solo do you want to see how he you know meets chewy here gonna meet chewy and then like here's how he gets the falcon and like they make sure to bring up every little bit and pieces of his backstory to be like remember you got to know this like we're we here's here's this han solo story like it just was a little much for me i think that if you could spread it out over some different things it would have been much better yeah well i I can see where you're coming from but i kind of liked the fan service there you know like being a long time star wars fan knowing the kind of ins and outs that i do seeing those subtle references even like little things to connect to other parts of the Star Wars universe was actually pretty cool for me, at least. Um, you know, like Jeremy said, I know I'm going back a little bit, but when uh, I didn't believe it was Darth Maul at first because of the voice change. So it's funny that you guys touched on that. But once you brought up the fact, like, yeah, he had metallic legs, I'm like, oh crap. Okay, so it is Darth Maul because from the animated series. But yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was I was happy with him, man. I thought it was cool, especially the little reveals, the little connections to other Darth Wars. Uh, sorry. Star Wars lore, um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, one thing I did also, I did like, um, was the portrayal of Lando. Like Donald Glover knocked that performance out of the park. Like he felt like Billy D. Williams, like in the in the, the movie. The way everything else i yeah he he has the mannerisms the way he talks like i know that he met with billy d but like you thought like maybe it was just tips and stuff but no like he 
talks like him and like like not just like oh he kind of sounds like him his speech patterns match how he talks in the other ones like he did amazing job as lando it, it was actually yeah. honestly hard to believe that it was donald glover uh, just, yeah just because he he completely changed like i said for someone who actually kind of changed the way he was and actually embodied a character like he changed the way he was and embodied the character like he completely shifted the person who he was right no, I totally agree. And it's funny because you see the comparison where the guy, I don't know his name, the guy that's playing Harrison Ford, Han Solo, he's trying to be a different kind of Han Solo, like his own unique version. Yeah. But then the guy that's playing Lando, he's doing it almost a one-for-one uh, you know, interpretation, but it worked really well. I, I had to pause there just to point something out, which is this is this is what's funny about this. Like I said, I think I think this goes to Han Solo's credit. And so um, out of everybody in, in that movie, there's two actors that I can name. I can't name who the hell Han Solo was. I know so, Aldrich, Aldrich Ehrenreich. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Sure. But uh, he, I can, like I said, I know that Donald Glover was Lando. I know that uh, what's her face was Daenerys. Uh, Daenerys <laughs> was, you know, was like Hira. Hira. and they have Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Who I'm pretty sure in every movie that he's in, he just plays Woody Harrelson. Like, if you ever notice, like he's just himself at this point. He does. He's gone like he's he's just gone the the way of like Robert De Niro, who's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna be me. Like, I, I literally basically a, a clip show of everything Woody Harrelson and basically make a movie out of basically all the bits of his movies. I think that would be the most interesting thing ever. You honestly could. He'd just be like. The story of Woody Harrelson. So, but they, That's you know, so true, though. Order it in such a way. <laughs> For example, so uh, Hunger Games Woody Harrelson. Uh, Amich, I think it was his name, his character name in there. Um, so basically, you could have Amich, basically grandpa, uh, old old uh, grandpa, you know, Woody Harrelson, telling the story of his his adventures, and it flashes back to like his roles in Star Wars and roles and everything else, and that's 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 who he was. All right. And yeah, so uh, my wife's in the chat here, and she just brings up that, like, when she was watching it, she she came in, and she's like, looks at it, and she was like, "Wait, is that Woody Harrelson?" <laughs> like, out of everything else in the movie, not like, what are you like, what, watching or whatever? It's like, oh, that's Woody Harrelson. Like, <laughs> yeah, perfectly said, Scott. Woody Harrelson was playing Woody Harrelson. It's kind of like Liam Neeson that way, you know. If you see yeah, Liam Neeson, himself. Though, he's just himself. That's all you can expect from him. Just want to give a couple thing. of shout outs to a couple of people who joined the, sh- the chat. We have uh, Russ. Russ, what's up, man? Join the chat. We have Werebud. Werebud, what's going on? And then we have STS Funko Vlogger. What's going on, man? What's up, Funko Vlogger? I like how you're keeping that name, man. Yeah. Emotion. Wait a minute. Keeping the, the, the STS name. Like I said, we, we, we appreciate that. Showing that. It. Officially part of the fam in yeah. more ways than one. Exactly. Um, so. I am still under the fence that I don't think that the solo movie needed to really be made. Like I'm it, it's after seeing it, I'm glad they kind of did, but it really didn't serve much of a point other than trying to push people, you know, like expand out and like I said, set up the Obi-Wan movie or set up additional movies in the universe. Like, and that's why I think it kind of turned me off a little bit, right? Is this movie is just a vehicle for us to try to, you know, move, move it somewhere else. Like this isn't a, a huge thing. So 
Yeah, and um, it's we kind of talked about this a little bit, but um, to Scott's point, I think you know it's Disney after all, and if you you see what they're doing with Marvel, they're adding a bunch of different solo movies for a bunch of different characters. Um, you know, we're getting Captain Marvel, which to be honest, I don't know much about, but I think they're trying to do the same kind of thing with Star Wars, where they're expanding that universe a little bit. And I agree, you know, Solo didn't really add a whole lot, except for maybe a couple of things. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's a big universe expanding type movie. It's more of just, hey, here's a popular character. Let's tell you the origin story. You know, it seems like they're leaving room for a sequel because they're leaving out a big part of time. You know, Solo is still pretty young at the end of the movie. And we know that the first time we see Harrison Ford, he's quite a bit older. So, you know, maybe in the second one, they'll expand the universe a little bit more. They did it just a tiny bit here, but I think they're kind of doing that Marvel route where they're like, okay, let's give a standalone movie, explain a little bit more about this character because they'll show up later. No, I, I absolutely agree. But so, Nate, so you bring up the whole Disney thing. And I, and I think because everyone was saying this movie was uh, a, a kind of a, a flop in terms of the financials of it. And I, I honestly don't blame anybody else, but I blame Disney for that. Um, like I said, I don't think their studio arms are talking well enough together because so if you, if you look at Disney's Disney as a company's movie schedule over the entire year. So for the rest of the year, you have, uh, you know, Incredibles 2 coming out. You have Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out in July. And then you have Mary Poppins or something coming out in like December. And I think it's live action it, it, or something. There's the, the, the return of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Where, but I, I we just had a Star Wars movie less than six months ago, and yeah. I, and I, and, I'm, and people are talking like Star Wars fatigue and stuff. I don't think it's necessarily Star Wars fatigue. I like I don't think anybody really wanted that movie right now. And right now, so you're, you're sandwiching that movie in between your movie, so you're basically competing against yourself. Right. So even though you know uh, Infinity War had been out for you know like you know four or five weeks at that point in time. Like I said it was still bringing in twenty million dollars over the weekend. That's twenty that's twenty million chipping away at, at your at your Star Wars movie. Um, right. it may not seem like a lot, but I said you you match that with Deadpool two who which came out the week before. I said it's it takes a good chunk out of people who are only going to the movies to see one movie like, hey well what movie do I really want to see? And I'm like, oh I, I I've been waiting to see Infinity War. I haven't seen Infinity War so I'll go see that. Or hey I've been waiting to go see Deadpool two. I'll go see that. Oh, Star Wars, you know, I, I can wait for that because I said I still want to see that, but I'm just not as it's, excited for that. It's not excited. So, Nate, you brought up a good point, and Jeremy, you're, you're kind of hitting on the same thing. Is I'm almost glad that um, the solo movie kind of failed because it will at least scare Disney a little bit and scare the people to not make as many Star Wars films or try to like put them on that schedule where we don't need three Star Wars films or two Star Wars films a year, you know, like where you could see that they were going in that direction. So having one of them failed, yeah, it sucks because they're, you know, they're, they're losing money and it, it is a Star Wars movie and it's a great property, but I think they needed to have that one that didn't do well to kind of put them on that track of like, okay, we need to either change the different quality, make these movies more spread out or, you know, change the way that we approach this we can't turn these into marvel movies where we're doing three a year we just don't have that in it and i think that it was good that they had this you know th this kind of experience now so that we don't get that flooded market later on no i think that's a really great point um it's something i didn't think about until you said it. i was like yeah you're right infinity war was not that long ago 
and now Solo is coming out. And Infinity War is still doing really good. They're creating their own competition. That's part of the reason why I'm thinking that Solo didn't do nearly as good as they expected it to do. So, no, that's I, crazy, man. No, I, I completely agree. Like it's it's a uh, it's one of those things where. I, I was glad that I saw it. Like I said, I, I was really glad that I saw it. I think that it had, I think it made me want to see what kind of what's next. Like I said, it actually made, kind of made me excited um, for uh, an, an Obi-Wan movie. Um, especially if we get the, the kind of re-meet of Obi-Wan and Darth Maul, like I said, with that whole kind of like battle scene again. Um, or like I said, just, you know, just Obi-Wan taking down, like I said, taking in the underground of, you know, Tatooine, kind of making it more of a safe place. Right. So, but th- that's the other thing too, is like I said, they've already shown the epic like conclusion to the Obi-Wan Darth Maul fight in Rebels. I know a lot of people probably hadn't seen that. But like they actually have the like their final confrontation in that animated series, yeah. so it's gonna kind of suck if they have to to go back. Like either they're reshooting that exact scene again in live action, um, it's either reshoot that or you know that the consequences that they're not gonna end up beating. You know, like you they're. It, they're not going to be resolved, I guess, is the best way I'm putting it. Is they're they're not going to have that end moment in the movie that you're watching, like yeah. so. It, it kind of does suck that there's a, you know, they've already kind of spoiled how all that ends. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes and no. Um. I, I, and I think the reason why it's a little safer than than most, like I said, the 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 divide between who's seen the animated series versus who goes to like the live action movies. I said I think that's a, 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 a it's a pretty big gap. Um, I, I think it's one of those things where if we see that and we we you, you know exactly how it's going to carry out. So even if they say that the animated thing, even if the animated series didn't exist, you know exactly how it's going to play out. Like I said, it's it's how all the other Star Wars movies kind of play out. In regards to, there always has to be you know, a definitive end to a character. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, Palpatine, and you know, I said, and with and with Vader and everything else. There's always a definitive end to that that character story arc. Perfect. Yeah, it's funny. Um, one thing, like, I was wondering when they're going to bring out like a lightsaber moment. You know, I'm like, okay, so in every Star Wars movie, literally every movie, there's been at least one lightsaber moment. With the exception. So, with the exception of what? With the exception of one. Which one? Rogue One did not have a lightsaber in it. At it, it did. Oh, it did though. Darth Vader, Darth Vader. Vader. Yes. Vader, man. I see. I initially was going to not say this, and I'm like, where Rogue One didn't have it? Oh yeah, at the end when Vader's killing everybody. Vader goes. But, when Vader so, goes ham is on I, all those people. I forgot about that. I forget about that. And so that the last enemy, well, I can't even remember his name. Paul Bettany. Um, <laughs> so he's got like these lightsaber daggers and ish i think first time, yeah i think they're kind of lightsaber ish they had like a red blade they like they, blade. they glowed like you'd think that they are kind of a lightsaber right like they seem like it but that's the first time we've seen like a smaller version of a lightsaber normally it's just right. the sword or in darth maul's version you know the, the uh spear or the twin blade um, which which you do see at a certain point he turns that on mm-hmm. f- from the hologram right and Nate, to, to your point, so, uh, so a lot of people may not know this is like, so in the animated series, like I said, you know, 
Darth Maul. If it isn't Darth Maul anymore, he's just he, he turns he's Maul or whatever his real name is. Oh yeah, whatever his, whatever his real name is. Um, he's no longer part of. I said the Sith. And so I think basically he's part. He basically creates this this crime syndicate. And so I think that's where he's, where he's basically developing the technology where he gave it to. Um, I, I wish I could remember remember the the actual guy's name, Paul Bettany's character's name. Yeah. Um, uh, Anger McGlowy face. Exactly. With, scar- <laughs> <laughs> with, with scars on his. Anger McGlowy face. Anger McGlowy face. Uh, where like, I think he basically gave that that tech to uh, to him. And I said, just miniaturized it and made, made it uh, a little bit more of a weapon for him. Yeah. I think that's so, fair. Well, then again, too, like, so th- this is, here's where I'm going to nerd out even extra is where they could have got that technology, too, is, um, so Kira says that that Paul Bettany, anger, Mick, you know, glowy face, taught her the same, uh, that, that martial art uh, that is what all the Praetorian guards use, right? The people that guard the the Emperor. So it could just be that he used to be one, or was at one point like assigned to to as a guard, and that was maybe the weapon that he used. Because they all use different versions of the weapons as well. No, I I, I, don't, I couldn't agree more with that. That's I think that's amazing. Um, so what, what why don't we wrap up solo? Um, why don't we give our overall rating of solo. So, uh, Nate, why don't you go first? Oh man, put me on the spot. Um, geez, I'm gonna have to give solo. I don't know how generous I want to be. <laughs> I'm gonna say probably 3.5 out of five for solo. Okay. Yeah, uh, I liked it. There were a couple things that I wish they would have done differently, but overall, it was better than I thought. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Scott, what about you? So I'm not going to be as generous. Like I said, I think a lot of the movies, like I said, when I put it on par with it, like a lot of the Marvel movies, I end up usually getting around a three, right? This one, I'm going to put it a 2.5. Like it was, it was good. I enjoyed it, but it was meh for me. Like there, it was. It was not as good as, as I would have liked it to have been. Well, I'm gonna put it right smack dab in the middle. Um, so mine is a 3.0 out of five. Uh, I think there's a, a lot of different things that this movie did well. Um, there's some things that were predictable. I think the one thing that I I, I wish I could change uh, in in the movie is I wish I could have changed the whole. Chewie and Han Solo meeting. So I think, I think that deserved more time than what it had. Yeah, that uh, five minute thing. And, okay, I'm gonna add something else to this too. Where the hell did he learn how to speak Kashyyyk? <laughs> yeah, great like question. a, a yeah. language that like, n- like almost no one in the like knows. This random dude who grew up in a sewer knows how to speak. That's, yeah. So they, so they go to explain his last name, but they don't go to explain that how that he learns. Choose languages. Like, was that something that in you know sewer school that you learn? Like, how the hell do you know this? Yeah, and then Chewie's just all of a sudden willing to go with him. Like, hey, I've been in this ditch killing people for the last year. I'll yeah. go with you. Oh, and, and like, yeah, and it's like, oh, this guy that speaks my language, right? Um, you know, like, oh, I guess I'll I'll trust this guy. Like, yeah. And my my other gripe is, I wish you would have known more about Kira or Daenerys. You know who I'm talking about? 
Yeah. Um, there was really no backstory for her. And then they didn't even explain how she ends up siding with the dark side. Like, yeah. just tell us a little bit about what happened. We know that she got taken. You know, she wasn't able to leave. But other than that, all of a sudden, she's just siding with them. No yeah. explanation. So. Exactly. Like, just how did he show up? And then how does she know all these other people? Like, she, like, knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of things I'm like, I don't, eh. but yeah. So I, I, well, I mean, if we average yeah. it out, that movie's a 3.0, right? Just with the the three of us. So it's if you haven't seen it and you like Star Wars, give it a watch. Like I know that we're we're kind of being a little hard on the movie, but it's a Star Wars movie, and we could say definitively, you know, Last Jedi was controversial with this one coming up, like we need good star Wars movies and we, we hope that we can push, you know, with everyone's doing it. We want those really good stories and high quality movies and not rush jobs and massive reshoots. So hopefully that, you know, they start to get better from this point on. And I, I I honestly think that they will. I I think it's one of those things where someone was hired in to go clean up a mess and they had to work with what they did. And I said, they, they tried to salvage as much as they could. They couldn't basically reshoot the entire movie over from beginning to end to make it their own. So they had to salvage what they could, which may or may not have been their vision. But I, I think just before we leave the subject, just, just to that point is I actually kind of, kind of find it very interesting and, and, and kind of like kudos to Ron Howard is for the people who enjoy the movie, he's actually retweeting. He's actually purposely going out and retweeting all their tweets. Um, nice. so Tom Howard is basically going through and re- scanning Twitter, and everyone who's giving him basically like positive feedback, he's actually retweeting them. So it's actually kind of cool. That's cool. Speaking, of, tweet, speaking of tweets, Ooh, uh, I know this is a topic Jeremy wanted to go on to. <laughs> you see how I tangented that? Like, man, look at that. Damn. Like how smooth that was. I I, I had to like pop my color on that one. Um, Larry, I think Larry would be proud of that. <laughs> that, that is it. That was a good transition. That was great. Okay. Uh, in the words of Half Geek, uh, let's uh let's go ahead and, and talk about uh, something. Uh, have some tweets got some person in trouble. Um, so we are talking about Roseanne. So before we get started on the subject, um. The SCS guys are not taking any type of political position or like, you know, want to get into what she said was right, wrong, it, this, that, or the other. I said, we are anything about us. We're apolitical. Yeah. We're talking about the show in general, not the yeah. person. So just, just, just throwing that out there right now. Um, like I said, if we get into discussion in regards to, you know, Roseanne of her personality of what she specifically said, we don't care. Like I said, it's, 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 we're talking about the show specifically and that's it. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about how uh, I said Roseanne. I said had made some off-color remarks, and ABC had canceled uh, the Roseanne show, and it was quick. It was. It was. <laughs> and but here's the here's what here's what kind of the thing is. So it, it was, and this was kind of surprised a lot of people. It was their number one show last season, or like I said, the last last fall. Um, it was like I said, it was their number one rated show. So it kind of took everyone by surprise that it was how swift it was uh, in regards to you know the the actions that were taken. So yeah. that's what that's kind of what's going on. Roseanne canceled. So that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about what are some alternatives. And before we get into the alternatives, I actually want to talk about a real alternative that I actually read about literally five minutes before we started the stream. There's actually talks about reviving the show 
and calling it Darlene and just having it centered around Darlene. So uh, Sarah Gilbert's character. So I, I honestly thought the easiest way you could do it is just have a show called Dan. Yeah. Right. And just well, yeah, the Connors. I, 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 you, yeah. you, you wanted the Connors. I'm just saying, call it Dan and focus on Dan. And you know, you could kill off Roseanne and have him like have to basically lead this family himself now without anybody you know as like without you know his i guess i was gonna say better half but clearly not at this point right uh it's clear that the other actors are excited about the show i think a lot of them are really disappointed when you know they found out it was canceled because of what happened so it would make sense like keep the show going like dan meets somebody else you know let's move on it would be awesome Call yeah, it Dan, call it the Connors. I have, think it works. You know, go go the South Park rat route and let's have uh, Roseanne killed off in the most uh, <laughs> ridiculous way possible. You know, have her like get hit by a bus and then, you know, ambulance accidentally hits her on the way to go pick her up or something. Like, just make it so it's just an awful, horrible death to just be like the last F you to her. But then just do, you know, just carry on with you know, that cast and just, you know, rename it something slightly different and call it good. The, when we, we started talking about this, uh, when we were all together the other day is what if we just took completely unrealistic show pitches of Roseanne? So instead of like I said, let's, let's talk about characters. We don't need a Dan Cotter anymore. We have, you know, Do, you, you have to have Dan. We have a Stan O'Connor. Yeah. Uh, so no, so you're going the route of Roseanne making her own, Roseanne show <laughs> so that she can go back in you know independent style yeah you have you know you have Stan and Arlene and Lucky and you're talking about with having Roseanne back on TV because I don't know if she's ever going to make it back on TV no like so she, the only way she do it is independent I'm talking about basically what would basically an, what alternative show would you put on oh. this yeah they, got it a Roseanne like sitcom. Uh, I think the Connors sounds amazing. Looks like only Emily is agreeing. Continuing the show would be the ultimate fu to her. Right. Exactly. Just keep it going. But it obviously the fans all want that show to still go on. Right. All the actors were not anticipating it to get canceled and were hoping that it would continue. Everyone has really positive feedback from the show. So just because you're you have one actor out of a cast of what I'd say fifteen people, give or take, right? That are main or, or at least reoccurring. One out of fifteen fucks up. Like, don't cancel an entire show based on that. Just boot that one person. And, I, and to to that point, so we were we were talking about this the other day too, in regards to um, basically all the actors, just no matter what, got paid. Uh, for they were all under contract for a second season, no matter what they got, it. but the cast and crew wasn't going to get paid. And so that came out the other day too, where that's where I think everyone basically were the, so that everyone was saying, Hey, the show should have got canceled. But then there's the other side of the fence. Isn't saying the show shouldn't have gotten canceled is the show shouldn't have gotten canceled because now the cast and crew. So the, the, the cast and crew um, that aren't like, so the main, the main cast are out of jobs. Um, so like I said, the, the ones that weren't under contracts, so basically the, the camera people, the set people and, and everybody like that, that, that production design. Yeah. So that's why yeah. they're to pivot this 
into a, another show, possibly you know surrounding you know Sarah Sarah Gilbert's character, uh, so that way they could basically save all their jobs. And then I honestly think if they do that, so if that actually comes to fruition, I actually think it'll probably be more popular than the first season than than the relaunched season was, just for the fact of I think you're gonna have some people that watch it just basically based out of spite, which you should never watch things out of spite and you shouldn't never watch things out of that. But I think you're basically, you're going to get that extra audience bump from people that are watching it uh, just because there was controversy surrounding the original. So now let's go ahead and, and see what this new one's about. Right. Well, and especially too, you got to think of like, how are they going to make that transition? Like, what are they going to do? Like, do I, they, I, do they go the route of killing off Ro- you know, Roseanne or do they say, you know, Roseanne and Dan, like, retire fully and move to like Florida or something like how are they how are they going to make that transition I, I literally think it, it'll be a small mention if anything at all and it never comes up again so well, whether just do it the Marvel like, style you know send in Winter Soldier yeah. <laughs> <laughs> horrible car crash Winter Soldier kills both of them and then we move on yeah, yeah. I, I, I think something like that like I said, it's 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 going to be basically simple. We'll mention a quick thing of we where we place a character in some place at the same time that's away from this current placing, this current time, and this is what's going to go on. So, yeah, I honestly think it would be the ultimate uh, kind of f you to everybody uh, would be just recasting <laughs> Roseanne. Just have somebody else come in and pick up as the character and just not ever explain that they ever uh you know changed out so just have you know some random lady show up and like all right i'm roseanne now and just continue on just you know move forward so like i I think that would be great i I think they honestly could do something like that because i honestly thought it was so creative how they looking back at the, the the relaunch of this current season is how they involved both people who played becky yeah. And so basically Becky was gonna be a surrogate mom for Becky. Like and and they, they were able to bring both actors back into in, into the world of Roseanne. I, I think there's there's something that you could do with that. I, I think it'll be I think it'll be fun. Yeah. So yeah, just just go grab somebody. I mean you have plenty of sitcom actors and, and known people that could jump in there to to retake the role. Just have them take it over and it's not like 90% of the people won't won't know by the time that you air that show that they've recast you know Roseanne as somebody else. So just just do it and it kind of proves like we actually don't need you. Like and you know it everyone else still gets their their payday and gets their, you know. So it's moving. I, in in terms of things that'll never happen because it's ABC network TV. But he, here's a here's a theory that I would want to happen. So there's this one episode of Roseanne way back in the day. I think it's like the, the first or second season, uh, basically where Roseanne goes out of town and then Jackie kind of steps in being the mom for like Dan and the family. And then Jackie doesn't think that Dan remembers meeting her and doesn't like anything like that. So he, he basically just kind of ignores her. But as she was leaving the house, he remembers the exact time he met her, what exactly what she was wearing. So you can tell there's some type of like romantic thing there where so- it ends up happening. Dan was cheating on Roseanne with Jackie. Jackie. And so Jackie then becomes the new mom. And then that's how it happened. That just got dark. Yeah. Like as much as I would love that, because it would be a great F you. Yeah. But it would be it would be funny. 
Yeah, so it'd be the great way to 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 get it and everything. But um, yeah, you're right. It's ABC. They're not gonna have Dan, who's supposed to be the, you know the the everyday man as a cheater, you know, because it's just gonna it it derails his character a little bit. And it's dead, so yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, it's true. Uh huh. Like I said, I, I, like I said, it, it, it would never happen. But I said it would be something that I'd like to see something like that happen. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, like what else would you guys like to see happen? Like I think it's, I think there's, I, I think there's enough there to where, um, they, they, they can relaunch it, um, with what characters they have left. I think it's just a matter of what they do to kind of take it forward. <laughs> Iron Archer, beginning of next season, Roseanne fades away into dust. And then she was actually a scroll. Uh, <laughs> Roseanne comes back and it looks pretty different. There you go. <laughs> oh, pause. Wait, 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 wait. Naked Barbie. Have a naked Whoa. Barbie. Hey, guys, it's me, Barbie. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? All right. Larry. Larry. Hey, hey. Join the stream. What's going Ooh. on, guys? What did I miss? Everything. Uh, Solo, <laughs> and we had just started talking about uh, Roseanne reboots because uh, this seems to have people in a tizzy. Oh, really? That's awesome. So and yeah, it, Roseanne got in trouble. What, what do you guys think? What, what do you guys think of that? Uh, that they should do with that show? Because it's not fair, right? That everybody else on that cast just so, lost their job. Yeah, we were just going through the ideas. The Connors. Uh, Jeremy had some good ones. So we uh, talked about, uh, you know, Jeremy's saying that, you know, Dan's a cheater with Jackie, you know, and ooh. she becomes the new mom. But like I said, I just want, like, you could just have the, the movie just, or the, the TV show, rename it Dan and don't change anything else. Just Roseanne leaves. She's gone. And you continue the story with however you want. Because really, this newer season revolves around the kids anyway. It For the majority of it, like, you can they're becoming more the main focus. So removing Roseanne really doesn't change a whole lot of everything. <laughs> Larry, well, that, that was the best way to enter the stream. <laughs> Make it yeah. yeah. I, I, thought was, I thought it was appropriate. It was, I think I was like, Barbie. Right. If I recall correctly, uh, that was from your mystery box, right? That is throwback to my eBay mystery box from a couple months ago. So, so here's the question I have: Is all the stuff that I know that you threw away out of that box, you kept, <laughs> you the, kept the naked Barbie? Barbie. Like <laughs> of everything that that what else was in there that you're like, oh, I threw all these other things away. Na naked Barbie, I might have use for that later. <laughs> <laughs> so one, one day when the STS guys are the biggest thing on the planet, and people want to like come to the STS guys museum. I gotta save the artifact, man. Like Thank this is the Barbie. first video we had that had like what, two thousand views? Yeah, it's history. That's true. That's true. I, I like it, Larry. Um, I like what, it. What are some of your theories? Like, what would what what, 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 what pitch me a Roseanne show? What would you like to see? You're uh, you're, you're you're in the perfect. You join the perfect time for Roseanne show pitches. Pitch so me it, if I repeat anything that's already been said, I apologize because we talked. Jeremy and I talked about this a little bit ahead of time, so I, I think, think you. So you, you are you, okay. All right, cool. So I think that what if you just uh, right? It's not fair that everybody lost their job. What if you just bring it back as the Connors, right? Because they're the Connor family, 
you bring it back as the Connors, and you just completely ignore the fact that Roseanne ever even existed. Can't be exactly the same show. There's probably copyright infringements and all that. Roseanne will get pissed. So you got to tweak it ever so slightly. Um, so instead of like Dan, you have Stan Connor. It's not the same thing. Yeah. BJ. BJ. Really? Like, honestly, do you, have, do you have to actually change any of the character's name at that point? Probably not, but it's a whole lot funnier if you yeah. have Marlene <laughs> instead of Darlene. Yeah. I said, just get Arlene, you know? Yeah. There. But yeah, like, I think you could honestly just continue on and just ignore the whole fact that Ro just Roseanne, the actress, isn't there anymore. Yeah. Just, I think it's okay. So, Who cares? Uh, Emily pointed out, Roseanne. I'm Roseanne. Like, oh, Roseanne. I'd watch Ooh, that. Like that. It, sounds like, it sounds like a drug. Like, like yeah. Brozac. <laughs> if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're depressed, you take Roseanne. <laughs> that's amazing uh, Wait, I, thought if, I thought if you're depressed you take Ambien and then you say weird stuff on Twitter <laughs> oh, oh yeah oh you did miss oh. my my, uh, my flow from Solo to Roseanne and I used a Twitter bridge it was amazing yes. nice well yeah. done you'd, you'd enjoy it I it will was. listen to the replay tomorrow uh, so Real quick, little Larry. I was reading an article. I saw on the guys right before I joined the stream. Was they are actually thinking about bringing the show back, but actually centering it around Darlene. So I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't read the article, but I because God, who reads articles anymore? I just enjoy reading titles. Yeah. Um, but I saw that too, so I have no idea what they're thinking. But wasn't Sarah Gilbert like one of the ones who uh, like kind of pushed for it to come back anyhow? So that makes yeah. sense. Of yeah, all the people I, that, that cool. didn't expect it, yeah, and that were just, saying, like, I want the show to continue. Just do me a favor yeah. and completely ignore Roseanne ever even existed. Darlene yeah. doesn't need a mom. You missed and, it, dude. I was just saying, just recast it. Grab, just get a oh, new man. actress to show up. Can you do that, though? Yeah, I think you can. Or, can it be like a... Some, can it be an African-American lady? Yeah, just like... Just some lady <laughs> oh, just that's, even, that's even better! Right, because she was mean to... She was mean and racist. Michelle Obama. No, just just You'll have it. it. Who who is the person that she was oh, insulting? Just have them recast they, as they her. They at least need they at least need a cameo. Yeah, that lady's important. She was like this, like uh, what? She was Obama's main advisor. She's not going on a crappy ABC <laughs> TV show. Saying, just you can get one of the ladies from The View. Oh, yeah, that's an ABC show too. I think Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, oh Whoopi. She oh, she would be perfect. Oh. <laughs> you were talking about earlier earlier this week, and I, I think that this would be amazing. Is like so you were talking about like if they instead of basically rebooting Roseanne, they basically had an entire Roseanne season without Roseanne of Dancing with the Stars, and so basically the entire cast is now with Dancing with the Stars. I would actually watch Dancing with the Stars if it was all Roseanne characters. That would be amazing. Yeah, I right. No, no retired football player, none of that stuff. You just get the entire cast of Roseanne ballroom dancing. I, I like Iron Archer's idea. He, he said it a couple of times, but. Uh, Roseanne was a scroll the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and the real like one shows it. up. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's oh yeah, Oprah. Oprah could be Roseanne. <laughs> you get a tweet. Oprah, you get a tweet. Everyone gets a tweet. <laughs> but no, but she's a pretty. She, you know, you think like, can you dig? Like, kind of get that one last little dig to somebody, and like, may, they might do it just out of spite. So. Let's bank on, yeah, bank on the fact that there's going to be some people that want to take on that role. 
Future so, President Oprah Winfrey is way too busy to be on the new Roseanne. Oh, um, Wait, you could call it Oprah. <laughs> yeah. And just that have her works. and then have her just take over, just right? And just yeah. like she's like, Oh, I've now married to Dan and I have this new family. Got hey guys, stepmom Oprah. Hey Scott. I'm I am excited for the new season of South Park on how they tackle this because you know this is this is gonna oh. be a thing in South Park. It's oh, gonna be a thing. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a thing. It's already a big thing online about people saying like saying all this racist stuff in the back. Sorry, I just took an ambient. <laughs> like, so I just kinda wait for for what they hit. Worst Although experience. the worst fear is gonna be that, you know, they're not gonna be able to tackle it because someone else in Hollywood is gonna do something even stupider in the meantime for them to tackle that instead. Uh, there's got to be at least a joke in there, right? You got to get a dig. It'll yeah. still be like I, th- I think it'll still be funny, even if it's kind of a throwback at that point. I'm not sure when South Park comes back. Uh, in, the in the fall, yeah. Cool. It'll be something. Can uh, you guys? Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. I don't know if you've noticed. Oh, yeah. I have an entirely new setup because friend of the podcast, Chris called me out on my boring plane background last week so this is my last minute like i was clearly out right like five minutes before we left i'm like oh no i need to set something up this is what i got i hope it's good enough for you chris it it, it works and then chris wasn't the other one all your other fellow scs guys called you out too true it like you were in a hospital room <laughs> aquabats poster on the wall nothing else well but- I like. I, I like. I switched to the other side of the room, cleaned up my bookshelves. <laughs> I like the improvements. And it looks like actually Scott has added to his wall too. Wait, I no have. Way. I have. Oh, you have. That's I awesome. I put on a couple of uh, the different art prints and things that I have coming up. Still got nice. a lot more stuff to to hang up, but it's it's slow going. Trying to pick up frames and everything. I, I missed the bear episode. Uh, he's, he's still there. I don't know if you can kind of see. He's. South Park episode ideas. President Garrison goes on a Twitter binge. <laughs> yeah, that's that would be amazing. That well, would be exactly what he would do. You know, it's <laughs> like, almost too real, isn't it? Maybe it's he like goes on a real. Twitter binge and gets fired as president. Like <laughs> that'd be funny. The Twitter binges. I know Trump is starting. I'll watch that all day long. Um, so we are coming right up on an hour, guys. So before we go, like I said, I just want to talk about uh, something that uh, has also popped up on our channel last week, and that mm-hmm. is our super mega Funko Pop Grill giveaway. Did you <laughs> say? Wait, J- Jeremy. First off, you struggled on that one a little bit. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again, Jeremy. Do it. We're these times. These okay. I'm here to talk about our super mega. Funko Pop Grail giveaway. Did you say Super Mega Funko Pop Grail giveaway? I think he said Super, Super Mega, Mega Funko Pop Grail giveaway. giveaway. I think we're all going to say it at the exact same time. Super <laughs> Mega Funko Pop Grail giveaway. Yeah. Super Mega Funko Pop Grail giveaway. Yay. So if you haven't entered yet, make sure to head over to our YouTube channel or go to stsguys.fun to enter to win this vaulted. Future of Toys, uh, black and white Doctor Doom exclusive, um, valued at a hundred dollars plus. So, whoop, whoop. And if you guys didn't notice, we're almost uh, we're, we're twenty five away from a thousand subs. So if you haven't subbed us up yet, that's an entry for you into that giveaway. Bonus entries. Did bonus, you say- yeah, bonus entries. 
Larry. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> that was almost perfect timing with your dog. Did you say roof? <laughs> He's barking at the naked Barbie. Larry, especially because we listen to us, and I know you listened to the same podcast earlier this week about like, hey, we don't want to hear a podcast where your dog's barking in the background. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. It's all good. Yeah. That's the but first was, time he's ever barked. Yeah, that he, did mine, not, he didn't like Barbie. Mine were uh, mine were last week. Decided to have a battle royale in the hallway outside the door. So I put mine to bed. Though they 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 are sleeping. Um, I've so had my dog bark on his screen before. Well, technically, this is my dog's room, so <laughs> you know I'm in his space, so I can't really put him into bed yet. Uh, he's he's waiting for you to get out of there. So Emily says, if we pet the dog, is that another giveaway entry? I'm game. Um, I. <laughs> um, so as we're like talking about stuff, right? Uh, I think next Monday, Jeremy and I are going to do a top 10 Funko Pop live stream. Uh, so look for that. Ooh. If Funko, if Funko announces uh, their SDCC giveaways, <laughs> Uh, come here. Come here. Come here. Uh-oh. Say hello. Yeah, a special visitor. Except there you go. There we go. Hey. Ian. There yeah. go. All right, get out of here. All right. Special guest podcast, Ian. Special guest. Whoop, whoop. Special guest, so, Ian. What's up? So, so if, uh, if there's a rumor out there that Funko's going to drop their first wave of San Diego Comic-Con exclusives on Monday, if that happens... I might be on a stream with the uh, Union Jack Gamer. Uh, he's a Funko YouTuber guy. Uh, so look for that on Monday. If that happens, I will definitely post up links everywhere. Um, and like I said, if that doesn't happen, me and Jeremy are going to do our own Funko live stream next Monday. It's going to be rad. Definitely want to get in on that. Perfect choice for that because I think you have a deep wealth of knowledge about Funko Pops. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We're going to talk about our giveaway. Woo-woo. There you go. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I'm gonna talk about the giveaway a lot. Well, like, if, you know this if giveaway, gonna, <laughs> that yeah. giveaway. If you're gonna classify a pop as a grail, I think you two are the experts for that. So that is definitely a grail pop. It is. It do, is quite nice. If you do like pops, uh, check out Jed Hot Patrol. He's doing 30 days of giveaways in June, um, including like the main prize is a old school Wonder Woman chase pop. So uh, go check out Jedi Patrol. He is like a couple thousand subs. I'm sure if you're subbed to us, you're subbed to him. But if you're not, go check out his channel as well. Awesome. Uh, I think that brings us to the end of this week's show. Uh, Larry, do your thing. Do your thing. He's joined for perfect time. So uh, check out the STS guys on Patreon if you're enjoying our content. Uh, help support us for as little as a dollar. Anything helps, guys. We totally appreciate it. How else am I going to be able to afford more naked Barbie dolls? Um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at SDS guys on Twitter at SDS guys on Facebook at the SDS guys. And I am Larry from the SDS guys and Barbie and Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll fill in Nate because Barbie, he says this, but he didn't say chilling like a villain. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Thanks. Stolen. 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 All right, so for episode 38 of SDS Guys, I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's been Nate. And I'm Scott. 
we've been the SDS guys. Have a great night, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye. Sit down.